I think the point is to figure out like who you are in this life, and life is not. It's it's not if it's giving you easy cards, like you're not living your fucking life. Like if if you got the easy way out, then you're then you haven't figured shit out. Like it's a it's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be challenging. Um, hopefully it's not that challenging, and then you can build something. But if you have it, and you've gotten to a point where you're like in your 40s or 50s. And you're still figuring it out, then you're doing something right, I think. You want a podcast for you? We have some audio on your website that nobody goes to. You're listening to Vandal Tron's Curious World Podcast. Sit back and relax. Everything's gonna be cool. If our lives are a series of chapters that make up our, the book of our life, so to speak, um, where does it begin? Where does it end? What is the significance of each chapter? Just something to have some sort of tharsis after the chapter ends. And who's to say the chapter ends? Sometimes we deal with things in our lives that go on a lot longer than we think we, that it should or that we originally anticipated. So I'm participating in a sober October. Uh, I haven't had any alcohol this month. Um, today is uh, October 25th. I'm recording this intro. Um, yeah, you know, I, I'm somebody that I enjoy alcohol. I, I, I like it. I, I don't, thankfully, I don't need it. Like, I physically don't need it. You know, I've worked with people who are functioning, functioning alcoholics, you know, with the big red bulbous nose and all that stuff. And it's kind of frightening. And so I've always been a little apprehensive about ending up like some of those individuals. So I don't need it. You know, I'm not at home, you know, with the shakes or walking by a liquor store or doing a double take. But alcohol does help cope with things. And not having alcohol or weed, for that matter, it really sort of forces you to confront whatever it is you're going through. And I think... I'm a nicer person with alcohol in my life. Um, it, you know that that it does take the the edge off. That I sound like a, I sound like an alcoholic talking about this. I guess what I'm saying is, you know, when you're going through something, when you're, when you're experiencing challenges, whether it be uh, professional or emotional or whatever it may be, um, don't latch onto it so much. So, find some sort of uh, way you can blow it out, whether it's exercise or maybe an occasional drink, um, meeting up with a friend or playing a video game or whatever it is. I think sometimes we get these things in our head and we go down this rabbit hole of negativity. Uh, I'm certainly guilty of that. So, how do we get out of it? I think everybody needs to find something that helps with them. I think something physical helps, um, you know, taking a walk or um, meeting somebody for uh, coffee or tea or even a drink or whatever it may be. We need to be in our head and we need to be present, but sometimes our own head can be our prison and we become the critic. Uh, that is the, probably the one of the worst things we could do to ourselves. Because that's when self-doubt creeps in. It's like a cancer and it just grows and grows and grows. So today's episode is a very special one. Uh, it's about relationships. So I um, was hanging, this was recorded, um, gosh, maybe a few months ago at this point. Um, when I was still drinking, so lots of, lots of margaritas were floating around. Uh, but I think, I think there's some good stuff in there. Uh, we just kind of, uh, were hanging out and, uh, I just said, Hey, let's, uh, let's record a podcast. And we just had a, uh, be picked a, a topic there were a couple things on deck, but we picked the topic of relationships and, I think it's pretty insightful, and I certainly learned a lot, and uh, I hope you will too. And uh, joining me on this particular uh, episode was uh, Shirley Hollick and Kazusa Nakamura. So without further delay, 
episode 143 of the Vanotron Curious World podcast, A Case of You, is, you know, relationships and dating and love and, you know, I, I think relationships, it kind of expands between romantic, but, you know, interpersonal relationships with friends and, and, and also relationships within yourself. So I think, you know, just for me, uh, as I've gotten older, I, this has kind of been redefined uh, about, you know, the importance of, you know, it, it, before you change or improve the world, you really have to really improve yourself. And, and you know, and I think about that, you know, whenever you drop, you know, you're, you're flying in an, an airplane, they tell you to, you know, put, when the oxygen mask comes down, you have to suck in the oxygen before you help the child. You know, when I first heard that, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, fuck these kids. I don't give a fuck. But, you know, after having uh, flown a few flights, uh, I guess that makes sense. I guess collectively we should say, fuck the children. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, no, it's really about uh, self-preservation. um, but I want to I want to open up to you guys. What do you think about um, you know your your perception of you know interpersonal relationships and um, you know how, how that you know how that has evolved into where you are currently? When you guys hear rattling, <laughs> that's ice hitting the glass. <laughs> I don't know my my relationship. The significant relationship that I had was with um, twelve years older than me, and I was like twenty, becoming twenty one. So he was more like a father figure to me, and I needed him to. Like for me to grow up, and and like he he um, told me a lot of stuff, but at the same time he was very controlling, and and tell me you know you you should do exactly what I told you to do, but I just believed in him and like his judgment, and then I was being almost brainwashed in a relationship and uh, I was um, really like I, I just admired him and, and, and wanted to to do everything that he likes. So I was kind of like a love slave, I guess. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, Surely, why are you laughing at that? <laughs> I, I'm picturing her as a love slave. Hey, like Return of the Jedi. <laughs> So, but given given where you were in that that phase of your life, could you have could you have learned anything differently in a different relationship? Like, what if you were in a relationship that was that was of even even playing field? Would that would have would that have been the right fit for you at that time? What do you mean playing field? You know, somebody who let's just say that somebody who was in the, the same the same, you know, that wasn't as significantly older, mm-hmm. um, that, that, that maybe was going through the same life experience that you were going through? I'm not getting that question, sorry. Mm-hmm. Ah. So, so what, what I'm saying is, so what, what I mean, I, I, you, what you were saying it in your, that, that you were kind of, uh, that was, you were sub, kind of subservient in this relationship mm-hmm. but if, if the situation was different would it have would have been the right fit for you at that time I mean I think I at that time it was almost perfect because I just did not know anything about the world yet how, and I how long ago was this when I was 20, so 20 years ago. <laughs> but, so I was just becoming to know what the world works, and uh, I needed some guidance in general, and he provided me 
that, not only for the relationship-wise, but um, how the world works. You know, he was almost like my father figure, mm -hmm. and and he looked after me, and 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 if I have question, he had answer, and that's that's he was the go-to guy for everything in my life at that moment. So that was a perfect fit to to learn everything, mm -hmm. and. And at the at the same time, we were in a relationship, and I was exploring the you know, like what I want more more like uh, what guys want than like what I want, because I'm just don't know about the mentality of the guys. You know, I had guys' friends, but we were just friends, and 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 I never had a relationship with the older guy. So I was just exploring, but at the same time, I was brainwashed. I was controlled. He told me not to even see other guys' eyes or something like that too. So, so he was possessive, he was controlling too. What do you mean? Too. You couldn't look at another man's eyeballs? Just like not making any eye contact with other guys. Mm. So, so something that you once said uh, very recently was um, it, like relationships are about timing also in your life, right? Yeah. Like, um, so I don't know, I, I feel like as, as young people we kind of go through, a lot of us have these similar experiences of like dating people that are kind of possessive or jealous or whatever, but then as you kind of get later in life, it's it's sort of about timing and like what you're going through at, at the time, um, which you said to me kind of recently um, when we've talked about relationships and it, and it makes me realize like you can sometimes even be in a point where you feel like this is gonna work, and then you realize, wow, we're we're like on different paths, like it's not gonna work. Um, to your to your point, Van, about uh, the analogy of like putting the mask on, of um, I said that before the we started recording. Oh, just, just okay. so everybody knows. So, so the analogy. The, no, no, no. These, like, I, I, I'm not that drunk yet. Just that, that <laughs> my own point of reference. Okay, cool. Because I am. Um, I, I'm but, getting but, there. But I still have some some <laughs> yeah. sort of recollection of like, I really I really love this analogy of of this uh, you know the the airline safety videos of like put your mask on first before you even help. I, I did like, say like that because I, I remember just saying that a few minutes ago. Okay. okay. So so I love this analogy and I think it, it's applicable to every scenario whether it's like friendship, uh, work work relationship or even harder um, interpersonal relationships. Even harder, like mother daughter or mother whatever parent child relationship, which like take care of yourself first and then take care of somebody else, which is is a great um, metaphor of like if you're if you don't have your shit together really like how are you going to take care of somebody else? Um, I think is is really the hardest thing in a relationship. Um, oftentimes we kind of um, are are really projecting our like our own shit onto somebody else. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter what age you're at. Like it, it's it's a lot more obvious. I think when you're younger and like more mm -hmm. malleable, but it it can happen at any point. And I think um, the important thing is to is to cut this shit off when it happens. Right. Like if it's an insecurity, if it's um, something that's going to suck the life out of out of you like cut the shit off before it even gets any kind of growth um, whether it feels like it's it's brainwashing you or like it's jealousy or it's something like it, it doesn't have room for growth so mm -hmm. like get out get out or like cut it off kind of thing and that's very hard to do I think so how, how do you uh, what reflecting on that relationship now 
I mean, what? How, how do you think you've grown since then? Right. So, what I the the point that I wanted to make from that relationship was now I know. You know what I was like looking back that time. Now I know like how immature I was, how you know manipulative that person was. It just, just, just looking back the situation from like outside, like a third party, and I'm just like thinking like. Wow, did I just go through that? And then, uh, and then now I know that you know the relationship that I had wasn't that healthy because I wasn't meeting him in a halfway. He was always. Like I, I'm, I'm in, in one point. I wasn't moving, and he was always looking over me. We are not in, in. Almost not in agreement of being together. It's like he is. He had control over me. I had no voice almost in that relationship. Um, and now I know that I don't like that, so I will not have the same relationship, and I will fight so hard, <laughs> and I will so I will fight so hard to protect my voice, and and trying to meet the the other person at the halfway. I'm not going over the halfway, extended myself too much to meet that person, or I'm not going to let that person to, to come over too much, you know, too much of control or too much of, like, anything. I'm just going to try to meet this person in a relationship while at the halfway. It's it's like it's it will be my will to to stay with that person, or it, it will be my will to to leave that relationship. But those kind of things, it should happen in a in a you know at the middle. So that's that's what I kind of learned from my old relationship. Do you feel like that uh, influences how you interact with your um, interpersonal relationships that are that are not romantic? Yeah, I think so. Like in friendship, it applies to to almost every relationship that I have. I will not force anyone to do or I'm not gonna do anything to make that person like me. I am not going to be the slave for, for those kind of emotion that, oh, I have to be loved or be liked, maybe. Um, if someone don't like me, at this point of my, my age and, and the stage of my life, I could say, like, oh, you don't like me? It's fine. Um, I'm not gonna do so much favor and bend over so that you like me. I will not do anything of those things. AKA go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's, 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 um, yeah, I will not bend over for anyone. Uh, you know, before we before we started recording, we, we, we did start kind of talking about past relationships and um, are, are you you still in contact with all your majority of your exes? Only one from from my college. Sometimes we talk over the phone, but 
we could just say, you know, like hi and you know how are you, kind of like how how your life is. The the only thing I care about is if he's happy and, and you know going on his his life, and that's all I care about. Um, Um, so Shirley, you, you you brought up you know the you know before we, before we went on air about you know um, reconnecting with people uh, of, of your past and you know one thing that I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't bring up during our conversation before is um, you know uh, it you know this idea of n nostalgia I I don't think I'm a very nostalgic person which I I've actually learned from from you Kaz. Um, I, I think I'm nostalgic about silly things like pop culture, but when it comes to people, I, I've really have disengaged myself of like, okay, well, we've crossed paths and that's it, that's whatever. Um, you know, I, I um, you know, I had an ex from, uh, you know, that, that, you know, we moved out in California and it didn't work out, uh. She cheated on me, and uh, I decided to come back to the East Coast. And you know, obviously, you know, my friends rallied against, you know, rallied toward, with me and against her, and they were like, "Oh, fuck her!" You know, she's a scumbag. And and uh, recently, I was thinking about this, and I, I actually think, like, look, I I don't really give two shits about her. She can live her life, and I, I will never like, I don't ever want to contact her, only because it's like, there's no point. But I was thinking, like, for her to cheat on me, she probably was going through a lot of pain, which I'd never really thought about before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and I thought about that recently. Uh, again, like, I don't really give two shits. Yeah. She can, like, live her life. I don't really give a fuck. But she probably was going through a lot of pain, and she yeah. couldn't really articulate that. And I've been thinking a lot about how, um, you know, something that you, that you pointed out about uh, we really discount other people's mm -hmm. journey and what they're going through yeah. and how it kind of should inform our own our own pathway and how we interact with other people. I, I have a lot to say about about all these things that you just mentioned. Good, because so, I'm going to start drinking. Good. Again. Uh, and, and so I've been drinking. But it's interesting, uh, the timing of this conversation. So one thing is like, as you mentioned, um, I recently reconnected with an ex that I thought I would I would never talk to again, and, and part of uh, the part that's that's illuminating about this is the narrative that I feel like we take on um, when we're in something, and and then we when we get out of something, right? So like um, for me, it was the narrative around how we split up. This is five years ago. Was like. It was so easy to cast him as the bad guy. Um, like, I was going into a hospital for four days, and he went skiing. And, and I'm I, sure your friends rallied against him as well. Right? Sure, every, side, everyone like, was against him. Oh, fuck this everyone asshole. Everyone was like, right. this fucking asshole. Even he was against it. Like, <laughs> he's like, I know I'm the asshole right now. Um, now reconnecting with him five years later, I also know in his heart he's not that kind of person. Like I know, even today, even after not talking to him for five years, if I said to him like, "Hey man, like I need you to come here," after five years of not talking to him, he'd probably get on the plane and like come be with me. Like he's not an asshole. It, it, so that's the weird thing is like um, relationships are 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 weird in that. They bring out all this like uh, a weird unconscious shit in us, right? So like, you could probably be a really good person and a really good guy or a really good girl, and like really be there for your friends or whoever. And then relationships will will bring out this other part in you, and it's it's this unconscious part that we're always trying to heal this weird injury in ourselves. Right? So what what is the paradigm for you? And I guess this goes for well, for I'm, all for for both of you. Like, what what is the through line that you've 
that you've kind of assessed of like what what relationships have brought out for you? Well, well, they've they've brought out my injury. I would I would say like the the people I used to pick are are like I hate to say it, but assholes like not good guys or or or, or people that um, Axel Rose, are you listening? Hey, I mean I love Guns N' Roses. Like fuck yeah, but also um, guys that look it, it it just it just brings out your unconscious right so um what i want to say with this is like we, we we also build narratives right so like five years later i've reconnected with someone from my past and i'm like wow this guy's not a he's actually not a bad guy i don't want to be with him but i don't mind ha having him having him in my life um at the at the same time, like I think relationships are very instructive of, um, like, who you are and and what you're willing to put up with. I would say. What do you mean? Um, should, should that so, by definition, that sounds like a compromise. Are de are relationships based on compromise? Sometimes. Uh, they shouldn't be, but sometimes they are, I think. I don't know, you got... Well, so, hey, full disclosure, hey, hey, hey. I'm not in a relationship, you guys are. Yeah. So we'll so, get into that. We yeah, and you guys are in a long-term relationship, like longer than I've yeah. ever been in. So, so yeah, I mean... So, so I, would, I would point that question back to you. Um, so, yeah, so listeners who, who, you know, that, you know, long-time listeners that, you know, have heard me reference cause and, you know... I, our relationship supersedes, you know, the incubation of this podcast, and we've been, you know, we've been together for seven years. Is it seven years now? Seven plus, I guess. Seven yeah. plus. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I, I truly believe that, you know, I, 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 I don't know this is gonna, I don't want, I don't want to go in the down this avenue of being sappy, but. You know, I'm still we're, we're we're still dating, and I, I feel like I always need to up my ante, and I need to prove like, hey, we're still dating. You can't. The voice in my head is like, look, you can't take things for granted. You're still dating. You know, things can happen. You know, if she wants to leave, she can leave, and she has free will. She's a mm -hmm. she's an adult. She's an independent woman. Um, and then for the same thing, the same token of like, it it really bothers me when I see relationships of like people who get relaxed and kind of like kind of kind of feel like they can kind of rest on their laurels of look you should always be self-improving i mean that's the whole point of you know regardless if you're alone or if you're with somebody if you're with somebody that's more initiative to to push the envelope and, and improve who you are because you're with somebody you're you don't that person needs to be attracted to you you shouldn't be just a lump of shit <laughs> and just like, hey, you know, yeah. I'm with somebody, like, yeah, I'm just going to hang out. Yeah, no, <laughs> you need to keep pushing that. You need to keep pushing yourself. You know, I, if you're alone, then, like, yeah, I guess you can you can be a lump of shit and nobody will know. But if you're with somebody, I, for me, in my own experience, you know, past seven years, that, like, I always check myself of, like, I need to push myself and I need to be a better version of myself because I, otherwise, you know... Uh, that that's my that's my gift that's my that's what i bring to this relationship that's why you know that you know it, it, i can't be stagnant you know for my own self and and for the for the sake of the person that i'm with and and cause is actually staring into space and <laughs> wondering if she's not yet completely drunk or if she should answer this and if she should drink some more jameson <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, I think I'm trying to keep up too, but I don't know if I'm doing enough or not. Yeah, and that's okay for like, I don't know, like for me in my own narrative. I, I think that it should be that balance of I don't know, I don't like I want to try. I, I I think I am. I don't know, because you know if you feel like yo I'm you know I, I'm all set. This person loves me no matter what. I'm chilling. 
I'm gonna gain a, a 60 pounds. I'm gonna like, I'm not gonna do shit for the rest of my life. I'm, you know, diabetes. Here I come, like, wh or whatever your rubric for catastrophe. That is not respectful to yourself, and in turn, not respectful to your partner. Um, my rubric is is always to, I need to challenge myself because if. For for because if I respect myself, then the person that is with me will respect the the journey that I'm on. Because that's that's really what I'm about, and that includes my friends too. That is, I'm on this journey. I'm on, I'm about for for everybody that's listening. You know, we're we're all about we're, we're creating a prototype. Our lives are a prototype, and so anybody that's created a prototype, whether anybody that you admire, whether it's Albert Einstein. Or you know, Wozniak or whoever, you know, every prototype has has many has had several uh, hundreds or maybe thousands of, of failed attempts. So that, but that's your life. I mean, you 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 get up, you you find what works, you find what doesn't work, and so that's that's your own personal journey. Is you're creating a prototype, and you're not everything's gonna work, and if everything does work, then you haven't learned anything. Uh, so you have to you have to fail you have to learn and evolve and grow, um, but but anyway to kind of to kind of circle this back, um, what is it that 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 evolves people and 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 you know what is the rubric that you find in terms of like people that you meet for either people that you have in your in your past or even new people that you find interesting. Uh, that's a that's a great question. So, not everybody can be me. <laughs> well, they're missing out. <laughs> uh, so, one, I would say, get Van as your friend, and he'll he'll push you to be a better version of yourself. Yeah. I always tell people, please, you know, download. You don't have to listen. Just download. <laughs> just download. <laughs> just download, and, and then just friend him. <laughs> he'll be your friend. Um, what is what is the the rubric for becoming a better you? Is that the question? Whew. There's been a lot I mean, of powers drunk here. We're drinking, so yeah. no. So my, no, my my question is, and uh, and and people who are listening may may correct me, but <laughs> or, just, or just edit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, like, what is your what is your kind of filter of like you know if we're if we can all subscribe to the idea that we're kind of you know on this journey of self-improvement, mm. then how do you evaluate the people that you invite in your life? Yeah, that, that's a tremendous question. So I think it's... Um, yes! I did it! <laughs> you, you asked a tremendous question. <laughs> I, I think it's... Um, how, do, how do you even answer this when you're sober? So, <laughs> so I, think, I think it's about uh, like constantly evaluating the... Like, the source of, of who, you, who you're asking for advice, but then also, um, like, what, what is this, what is, so, so, so people are mirrors, that, that's how I kind of look at it, right, like we were talking about this before, and I think, um, one, we, we can never really see ourselves fully, so we need people around us to reflect back to us. But, but people have their own shit they project onto us. And you kind of have to take that um, like with a grain of salt when you're getting advice from people or like when people are giving, people are just saying things to you. You're like, well, why, why am I going to, so why would I go to like a priest for relationship advice if he's not in a relationship, right? Like, Probably a virgin. Probably a virgin. So Fucking what, dickhead. What, yeah, so like what? <laughs> So what kind of <coughs> advice could he possibly give me? Whereas like, if I'm gonna take my relationship advice, I wanna take it from like, someone who's been in relationships, whether they've been in a lot of relationships or a few relationships, or they're in a long-term relationship or whatever it is. When people have asked me for relationship advice, I'm always like, look, I'll tell you something, but consider the source. <coughs> like, I don't have long-term relationship advice to give you. Like, I don't have successful relationship advice to give you. Mm -hmm. Just consider that, like, I'm just me, right? So, um, when I've taken advice from people, I always, like, want to consider the source. Uh, 
the other part of that is also friends. And, and the thing that I look for in friends is, are they going to be honest with me? And it doesn't mean that are they going to be brutal with me or it's are they going to challenge me in some way that, that would be like, well, why do you think about things in this way, right? Like, and, and both you guys, Ben and Kaz, the reason I consider you guys good friends is like, you'll challenge me in ways that is expected or unexpected and will make me think about um, even my own identity politics or not, right? Like. <coughs> To the point where like you'll send me text messages and I'll be like, you know what, yeah, like you're right. Um, I want to think about this in a different in a different way, not in a linear way or not in an expected way, but in a way that is um, uh, that I could be proud to uphold these principles, and and that's not a that's not linear. So I I appreciate friends that will that will challenge me. What, and this goes for both of you. I'll start with you, Kaz. What is, what's important to you, as 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 you know, as an individual, as somebody that like you know that it's out there that you know, um, you know what what is what is the message that you're putting out? What is your output? What 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 do you find that is that is at your core? Honesty and integrity. That would be. That would be my, my, my core. Like if you, you know, peel like onions. I have different, you know, uh, part of me. But like in the center, what what you left, my my integrity and honesty is to to myself is is the most important thing for me. Like I have to be honest with myself. And whatever I say, whatever I do, is that, you know, really me speaking or, you know, I'm taking someone else's word and then trying to be someone else. Um, I have to check in sometimes and then say, oh, this is my own word or this is something that i trying to be or try not to be or um, but anyway I yeah being honest with myself is the most important thing for me yeah I mean for for me I you know I um, you know I, I so my my uh, my day job is you know I work I deal with a lot of workforce development for, for, for young adults between 18 and 25. And, you know, the, the, my rubric for them is like, you know, I always, I just put it out to them, you know, what, what is important to them? What is important to you? You know, what, what signifies who you are? You know, what, I, don't worry about the job. Don't worry about, you know, what's on your resume. Who are you? What, what are you going to, what, what are you willing to put? your name to mm -hmm. um, and for me it's uh, I, I don't know it, it's always evolving and it's always changing um, and for me I, I feel like in order for me to get to that to that thing is you have to be honest you have to tell the truth yeah. you don't have to tell the truth to everybody but you need to tell the truth to yourself yeah. that like yeah I'm I'm scared. I'm vulnerable. I'm shy. I feel weak, but you know, that that will make it. You know, the the sour makes the sweeter sweeter. That like yeah, I, I feel triumphant. I feel strong. I feel brave. I feel funny. This is hilarious. This is a life is not a linear journey. It's it's a it's a ridge, and anybody that's been hiking. Uh, you know, a ridge. You know, you have like this this upward movement. And you feel like you've reached the apex, and then there's a dip, and then there's more, and that you know it's peaks and valleys, and that's 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 life, you know. And so I'm gonna throw it out, to throw it back to you, uh, Shuli. You know what what do you feel like in terms of just not just relationships, but just inter interpersonal communication, uh, friendships, relationships, romance. What is what is important to you? I think the thing that 
even as you're talking, the only thing I can think about is the thing that always trips me up is um, like <coughs> the meaning of being here, the meaning of life, right? Like I know that's like a like a, a big thing, but um, what what gets me out of bed every morning, and why am I doing this, and why am I even in this? Just kill yourself. Yeah, honestly, there are times I'm like, just fucking kill yourself, and like. And, and and then I I I I've gotten to to places where you know where obviously with you guys where I'm like yeah just kill, just kill yourself. But she referenced that she told me to kill myself. She never said to. to she kill never advocated m mass groups of people to kill themselves. I I'm just so I I'm I weirdly uh, against all odds I'm an eternal optimist so even though life is pointed in every direction that like it's pointless I fi somehow find meaning in it and the times that I don't find meaning in life I get very depressed where it's like I don't understand why I should get out of bed and fight for life um, and for me that is the most depressing thing I'm sure it's depressing for everyone and, and, and I love these, these, these uh, philosophical debates where I find myself, again, again, against all odds to be an optimist. And when I argue with pessimists or skeptics where they're like, life is random and has no meaning, my question to them, and, and then I always have to preface it with, I'm not advocating for you to kill yourself, but why the fuck, <laughs> why the fuck are you alive? Right. So can someone explain it to me? But for me, it is, I actually believe there is a, a meaning and a purpose to each individual for us to be here. Every individual, not just human, but like a soul, like down to a, an ant or a rock or a dog or a cat. Um, I've had the privilege of living with the most amazing cats and dogs as well. And and they've passed and they've, and, and their meaning has been uh, revealed to me, where it's like, you've gotten me to this other place. Um, same with people, same with relationships, that like, it ended and I'm like, this made me a better person. Um, so, for me, it, it, it comes down to what is the meaning of life. Sometimes I've, I'm privileged with feeling like I know what it is. Other times I feel like I don't know, and I have to say, at least I know that um, it's not pointless. The meaning is there to be searched for. So it doesn't make me feel like I want to kill myself and like, let's <laughs> just end this. I know that- The, the feeling is I'm, okay. The feeling is okay the feeling and I'm, is and I'm okay judgment. with the feeling. Yeah. I used to feel like um, I didn't know and therefore uh, there was no meaning. The worst is to feel like there's no meaning. I think the even if you know there's a meaning and you don't know the meaning, at least you can be okay with with searching. Like at least I feel like the bottoms for me at this point are I don't know the meaning, but I know there is one out there, and I'm gonna search for it. But it's not bottomless. Um. So yeah. So like I guess to put a button on this, I just want to say that. Uh, um, you know, both of you are, 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 are truly significant in my life, and uh, you know, because uh, you you you're the uh, the co-parent of uh, of our cats and yes. our, my my, uh, my cohabitant, and you know, I, you know, we it's been you know truly uh, revealing seven years that we've been together, so. Uh, it's, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be together for seven more years before you decide to strangle me in, in, yeah. in my sleep. Mm -hmm. um, I have photo evidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. By, by the water, yeah. And, uh, many, and, many of them, maybe. <laughs> and, uh, and truly, I, I, on record, I, I want to say that, you know, you, you I, I think I speak for, for cause that, you know, I am right. truly... I'm truly blessed to have you in my life, yes. and you're you're a, a friend yes. and uh, a confidant, and and somebody that um, that 
You know, I, I feel that, you know, um, you know, people that have listened to the podcast for a while and that have heard other, you, you've, your, your parents is on here and you've seen, you know, that maybe have heard our, our progression from, from when you were first on to, to, to now that, that you're a significant part of, of my life. And, um, you know, when, when Kaz finally decides to kill me, then I hope you two will kind of have a Thelma and Louise kind of ride off into the cliff and you know and you know I'll know that in my grave and um, uh, you know I, I will say that you know uh, <clears throat> this is the, the, this podcast is as a result of an enormous amount of alcohol consumed yeah and so you know you're, you're, you're hearing a lot of things that are unfiltered and probably are not kind of uh, kind of like reflected and, and, and you know and, and you know in real time but um, I, I think you know for, for me uh, the point of, of, of life is you know it, it is it is the journey and you know and, you know the you know we, we always aspire to happiness and it's like you know I'll, I'll persevere through this hardship to get to this thing, to get to this promotion, to get to this, you know, I'll make this certain amount of money so I get this apartment, so I get this house or this job. And then you get this apartment and then you're like, you know what, I don't, now I got a studio, I want a one bedroom, I don't want a two bedroom, I, I, don't, wanna, I don't wanna live in uh, Soho, I wanna live in Upper East Side or whatever. That will you will always constantly be chasing, if you can center yourself and focus yourself, and maintain and say, look, right now, where I am right now, yeah, sure, I'm not exactly where I want to be, but maybe I'm right where I am okay with myself right now at this moment. But that's up to you. Uh, so uh, before I, I kind of like sign off and pass out in my drunk, drunken slumber. Uh, I wanted to pass up to you guys and, you know, final thoughts in terms of just kind of, you know, I guess I, I'll frame this in terms of what would you say to yourself, you know, the 20-year-old the, the version of yourself that was maybe kind of reflecting or having anxiety about uh, relationships or kind of uh, where they are in the world about how they feel about them, you, your, themselves personally. Twenty years. Twenty-year-old version of you. Myself. You were screwed. <laughs> That's but it. But you'll be okay. You will live, and you'll be okay. And everything you made a mistake in 20 years it was worth it so make mistakes a lot of mistakes and you'll be a better person wow that, that, that's a, such a tough question I, I would say <coughs> the 20 year old version of me was uh, oh my god, it was like uh, in so deep in drama. Um, I would say. How about 21 year old? Yeah, well, <laughs> Is that... up till like 35. Oh, oh, my, oh my god, it's so <laughs> different. Yeah, yeah not, not too much different. Um, it, th this is a whole separate podcast of like, um, you know, how, how, we, how we repeat. Uh, patterns um, and relationships and behaviors to kind of how, how our unconscious just replays parts right to like heal so like we'll just keep on replaying certain things from our past to feel like our adult version can heal these things and like oh I just healed this like my daddy issues by either picking someone older or picking someone not faithful or whatever it is um, 
I think, I, honestly, I will say the best thing I've ever done is get a good therapist and, and spend a lot of time in therapy to, to, to like <laughs> replay these things in therapy rather than relationships. Um, what I would tell 20 year old me is like, I don't know that I don't know that there's something different you could have done other than stick it out and keep trying to to figure out um, what makes you tick because you can you can I know there are many times I could have like picked someone and stuck it out and made them stick and made myself stick and like had a relationship and had kids but we would have been divorced um, I, as someone who's a about to turn 40 in two days. Woohoo! Uh, <laughs> uh, the only plug I'm given that is like um, this, this like ref reflection of life of like where am I and and what have I done and, and what could I have done differently and I don't know. Uh, I could have done things differently. I don't know that I should have done things differently because I could have been a mom but a horrible mom. And it could have been a wife, but a horrible wife. Um, I, do, I, I think the point, so, so to answer like the questions. We, we can end it there. Yeah, <laughs> to answer the questions of like what you post us with this podcast of like relationships and also life regrets, right? Like I, I, I think the point is to figure out like who you are in this life and life is not, it, it's not, if it's giving you easy cards, like you're not living your fucking life. Like, if if you got the easy way out, then you're then you haven't figured shit out. Like it's a it's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be challenging. Um, hopefully, it's not that challenging, and that you could build something. But if you haven't, and you've gotten to a point where you're like in your forties or fifties, and you're still figuring it out, then you're doing something right. I think, right? Like you're still figuring out who you are, and that's a perpetual question, and that should be till till your dying breath that you are trying to figure out what the point of your life is and why you're here and why you're even breathing. Because if it's a simple answer, then this is all meaningless, I think. So I don't know that there's a simple answer to relationships or why we're here or why we're even fighting for this. I think if it's a struggle, then you're struggling for the right fight. Um, Maybe that's making me feel better about the fact that I'm turning 40 and still struggling. Uh, but Shirley Palooza, <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> but I'll fucking take it. Like, I... I it, and you guys know me, and, and I know you guys, and I love you guys, but you know me, and I'm not the kind of person that pats myself on the, on the back. But I will pat myself on the back for... Um, Fighting this fight and figuring out who I am and not having the answers and 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 the unknown is a, is a big mystery and I'll take it any day over over the known. So that seems like a good answer. That that's yeah. an awesome answer for me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, long you know, my 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 sweet listeners who who have been on this journey with me. I mean, I think you kind of know that, you know, the hope. I think. I, I believe the you know the reason why you listen to this this show um, is that you you know you know you're part of this conversation too you know you're just on the quiet side so you know all these uh, the, the 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 guests that I've had whether it's new guests or repeat guests it's you know you see you hear a reflection of your own life and and that's kind of like the whole point of you know we're very different but we're also very similar in the same way um, and you know the what is the point of you know relationships what is the point of like when you look hindsight and, and, and foresight uh, that's it's really up to you all I know is that you know you you have a choice there's so many choices in your life um, you you can embrace negativity and embrace darkness and say you know I'll fuck everybody I don't give a fuck kill I'm yourself about, kill you yeah well all that's directly clearly to me <laughs> or you can you can be a very empathic and 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 really put yourself in other people's shoes it's up to you and and both are both are right it but it's up to you and and it's you you it's really the rubric you should ask yourself 
you know, we have a finite amount of time to live our lives. What's the best use of, of our time here? Um, you know, I, I'm currently, you know, I, I'm so blessed to, to share this, this particular episode, this special episode with two people. You know, if my mom was here, then I've had the three, my, my three most favorite uh, uh, women uh, on the planet. But she's not here. She's here in spirit. So therefore, uh, this is my This is clearly hands down my favorite uh, show that I've ever recorded. Um, so that being said, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna segue out to you know Bodhisattva, go out and do good in the world. Uh, I hope some of this made sense because I, I will honestly admit that we were completely lit for this. But you know, hopefully, uh, you know, it's all about love and, and honesty. So uh, thank you, and I'll uh, check you next week. Thanks. Bye. Just before our love got lost, you said. I am as constant as a northern star And I said Constantly in the darkness Where's that hand? If you want me, I'll be in the bar On the back of a cartoon coaster In the blue TV screen light I drew a map of Canada Oh, Canada And I sketched your face on it twice Oh, you were in my blood like holy wine Oh, and you taste so bitter But you taste so sweet Oh, I could drink I could drink a case of you, Still I'd be on my feet I'd still be on my feet
still be one.